This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vail Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vail Valley Partnership. This is the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams. Glad to be with you today. I always like to set the scene, let you know where I'm at. In my office right now, I call it the Bistro, sitting across from Mr. Bob Bandoni, who is the Executive Director of Students Shoulder to Shoulder. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being you know, here in this spot here at the Bistro. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, a lot of times when we're doing the podcast, I'll walk with people in different spots. But uh, this one, we're talking about a certain event that's coming up. And if I wanted to walk to the different spots that students shoulder to shoulder and have that conversation, I think I'd be walking for a while. I'd that be all around long, the world. That is a long journey. That That is four continents. But I must admit, I was looking for a cappuccino from one of the continents. Ah, yeah, that would but, be you know, when I heard bistro. But that's okay. So let's uh, let's get into the very beginning and, uh, and hear what students shoulder to shoulder does. We want to talk about the Ethical Leadership Forum that's coming up right. but uh but let's take it back to the beginning and to the why of this organization you're the founder why do, sure, sure. why does this organization exist sure sure um and what i can do maybe is combine the two to kind of tell you what we do Please. and i'm hoping that the why will kind of emerge from that um but um the, the, we actually have many programs but the the core program um is what we call field studies in ethical leadership and we provide those for high school students. And we create those in combination with schools from around the country, including, including in our valley, um, and also nonprofits or, or what sometimes are called NGOs, non-governmental organizations, on four different continents. And what we do is, in partnering with them, is we first create a case study. And we study the work, typically, of the executive director of the NGO. Why are they doing what they're doing? And, we, and this is all online. And then we study the context in which they work. Uh, and then we travel and do a full immersion in their communities. Um, we have sites in the United States. Um, and, and in those sites, we're usually there seven to eight days. We have sites outside of the United States, and those are usually two to three weeks. And the idea when we're there is we sometimes, uh, we sometimes are involved in projects. Um, we basically do what, um, what the NGO and the executive director would like us to do. But the big overlay is to look at that executive director as an ethical leader and ask ourselves, what is an ethical leader? What are the qualities of an ethical leader? And most importantly, what is the aim of an ethical leader? So on one side of that equation, you have the how, you know, what what does it look like to be an ethical leader? Yeah. And on the other side of the equation, you have the why. Why are we doing what we're doing? And our intention, our big why is to, the, the, the two words we use are very basic, and that is to inspire and support. We want to inspire this generation, these generations that are coming through high school, to see their future selves as ethical leaders. And we think the most, our experience is, my personal experience too, is the most powerful force on, on the planet is moral example. And so we are bringing them to people who we see as moral example of ethical leadership. The big why, of course, is hoping that this is the beginning. 
And then within our organization, we have what we call our shoulder to shoulder network, which basically takes people and keeps them with us, our alumni. We have alumni now that are into their early careers, and we are then providing other ways to inspire and support them. One of them actually is the Ethical Leadership Forum um, that we hold in the Valley every year in October. This year it's October 26th and 27th. 27th is where the the public is invited in. Awesome. And and our alumni are there as um, some of them are in their early business careers. Um, Some are in college. Some are actually in high school. And um, the idea there is to bring all of the constituents that work with us. So for us to make that happen, the two partner groups I just mentioned, there are schools around the country. There are nonprofits and NGOs around the world. But then we bring in, um, we bring in for-profit businesses, we bring in philanthropists, and we bring in our alumni all to make this feasible. Yeah. But because there's travel involved, it's expensive. We're a nonprofit. So and like so you're you, just rolling in money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're running a nonprofit, right? Yeah. And you know that you put a budget together, and there's always a built-in deficit. Mm-hmm. And so then you're always going to what you hope is the philanthropist, and what you're hoping for is that you're looking for people who buy into this vision yeah. and say, okay, we're going to do the operations, we're going to do the programming, but we need some funding to make this possible. I think it's so cool. And I'm, I'm backing up just a little bit and talking about the process with you because it, it does take it to a deeper level. You know, there are people who have gone out and done different mission work or so right. in different countries right. and, and worked with NGOs, worked right. with nonprofits. Say I went to Juarez and we built houses at this right. one time. Right. But your idea in the lens of really studying the leader, right. why, why that choice to move in that direction? Because it seems like it probably <laughs> bears so much fruit for the students. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for asking that question because most people don't. It, you know, when I, uh, my started this when I was actually teaching. I was teaching ethics. Mm -hmm. And um, what I was seeing when the century turned and um, and there were celebrities and politicians and big business names like Bill Gates, um, I thought in a very... for very noble purposes, trying to get involved and make a difference in the world. But what I saw was, um, when I saw the United Nations and they put together their global goals, what I saw was people working in silos mm-hmm. and people look, people um, identifying what they call the most pressing issues on the planet. And there are many of them. But when I backed off of that and looked, I saw one Um, that I thought was the taproot of all of them, and that was leadership. Mm -hmm. There wasn't one I could look at and not trace back to leadership. And that doesn't always mean one person. No. You know, but it it sometimes is systemic. Um, But I thought that the most productive thing we could do, and and it seemed to align with the spirit of adolescence, is that is is try to identify what the tap root is, and there's a beautiful, I I love it. Some people it annoys, but there's a beautiful hubris that comes with, it, with adolescence. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I, I enjoy it as well. Yeah, yes. I like it. Yeah, and uh, and um, and so the idea was to put those things together and say, hey, look, uh, look at this problem. Yeah, and let's let's tear this thing apart. You know, let's deconstruct it so we can construct. A response, and um, and to me, the best way to think of that 
is what we call ethical leadership. And for us, ethical leadership, you could write books on it, but I think you should keep it really, really simple. Please. And to me, it is um, however you define success and whatever kind of you know, organization you're involved in, they define success differently. Um, sometimes they think just of a bottom line profit or um, it might be success in growing the organization, whatever it is. But that, that becomes inextricable with the public good. Yeah. So to me, it's the highest calling of capitalism. Um, I have no problem in the world. You're on Wall Street, make all the money you want, but don't do it at the expense of society. Yes. And as a matter of fact, you know, the very worst is, um, is keep it neutral. But the best thing is, yeah, make all the money you want and let society look and, and be your cheerleader because you're making society better. And for me, society is is how we might normally think of society. It is environment. It's, yeah. you know, it's all of that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's why, you know, the focus on ethical leadership. No, and I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much yeah. for, for digging down into your systems and why you come across. Uh, we talk about this in the general terms, and obviously we protect those people that, uh, and students and so forth. But sure. can you give me a real-life example of an ethical leader of an NGO in, say, a different country that you've been able to study and maybe learn a lesson from? And by the way, all of you out there in podcast world, he, uh, he's you know, racking his brains right now because we didn't prep any of these questions. We're just having yeah. this conversation. Yeah, um, and I'm only racking, racking my brains to, to decide which one to yeah. Highlight. I, I think and you know what? Cool. The one I'll highlight is the one who's going to be one of our keynote speakers oh, cool. um, at the forum. And she, I describe her as being transcendent. Um, she, um, she's, her name's Karambu Ringera. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times when people hear um, they're NGOs and they are, we call them grassroots NGOs, which means that they are working in the communities where they were born. Yes. Um, but Karambu has her Ph.D., um, she is, um, you know, one of those classic stories where she was kind of rising in her own community and she got breaks, so on and so forth. She actually ends up at DU Denver and has her PhD from DU Denver. And that's really how I connected with her. But the, the, the beautiful part of the story, and it happens with so many of our NGOs, is they get those kind of breaks, but they go back to their home community. And where and tr- is, and where is her home community? Um, thank you. It is yeah. in Meru, Kenya. Okay. And she is, we're really fortunate because she has in, been invited um, for a year-long uh, program at Notre Dame. Um, basically, to um, she thinks it's going to be to write her book. Um, and, but she is coming out and is going to speak on ethical leadership and what i love about it is from her perspective her perspective being shaped by the work that she's done around the world um, and including in her own village in meru yeah so again it's karambu ringera and she um, she'll be speaking at the forum on the 27th. I'm excited about yeah, this. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Well, let's dig into the forum just a little bit. And yeah. uh, so you said uh, 26th and 27th, public invited on the 27th. Right, right. The 26th is uh, is internal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is our NGOs and it is our educators. We do invite educators and nonprofits from the community to come in on the 26th, um, but. I think the 27th is probably more appropriate and will be more attractive. Yeah. Um, and the 27th, quickly, this is interesting, uh, it's our first year, but we have uh, we've become um, connected with a number of, of, of different rotary clubs 
in the state of Colorado. Yeah. And we have so much overlap. Shoulder to shoulder has a lot of overlap with rotary. Nice. Um, and some actually quite literal. Uh, we learned just a couple of years ago that one of our NGOs actually has a relationship, believe it or not, with one of the clubs in Summit County. <laughs> um, and she is in Panama. And she's actually going to be here as well. So we're going to have a breakfast early in the morning for Rotarians, but anybody is invited to that. Yeah. And we are going to speak about different aspects of Rotary that connect to high school students. Yeah. And, um, and then that connect to NGOs around the world. Um, so that's going to be really interesting. And then, uh, and then we, we, are, we have three levels of programming. One is going to be for small businesses. And what I love about that is that we have a, um, a seven-member panel coming in, all people who are running businesses in, well, in the Vail Valley, but also we have one coming from Summit, and I think we have one coming from Denver as well. And what it's going to be fascinating, I think. It's going to be a, a, a panel-run uh, conversation, um, but looking at this very principle of ethical leadership, but they're going to be looking at what is the relationship between a healthy business, and I'm using the word healthy, but a healthy business, a profitable, profitable sure. business, however you want to look at that, yeah. and a healthy workforce. Uh, and what I mean by that is it's a workforce that is invested in the business, mm-hmm. that, is, um, um, uh, that is driven by the business, and that feels as though they can make a decent living, living and have a, a life that they would like to have um, with the salary that they have. And we're bringing business owners and business leaders to talk about the challenge of that. That yes. is not easy. And we see where, where especially local small businesses struggle with that. Yeah. And we read about it, that it's happening all over the country, even all over the world. Um, so that's going to be our, um, our business programming, which is going to, oh God, I think it starts at 930. You'll see this on our website. Yeah. I, might not, I might be off a little bit on the time. No, that's fine. And where are they going to get the uh, Oh, and this is all at the Sebastian. Okay. Thank you for asking. And then we have, I won't go into the, all, all the details, but then we have programming for educators and programming for students. And again, you can see all that online. And then at 1030 is we're, we're going to run our keynotes. And what we're going to do is uh, we have three people coming in. It's going to be really, really interesting. One's coming from a business perspective, and he works um, internationally. Um, his name is Logan, uh, um, Logan Thompson, which won't mean anything to anybody. But um, he, um, he works with really Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. Nice. Um, and all on this idea um, under this bigger umbrella of ethical leadership, finding purpose connecting purpose to society and so on. So he, there are three, three of these speakers are going to do TED-like talks. He's going to do one. Karambu is going to do one. Catherine, who is a former um, ambassador of the United States, she's going to do one as well. Wow. And, um, and then, I think this is going to be fun, when they're done, we're going to do a little panel discussion with them. But when we're done with that, we are going to have lunch together, and we're going to mix the group for each table, and we're going to do what um, uh, we're going to do a, a unique kind of lunch. Um, we're going to call it the yes and lunch, 
And what it means is there is going to be a question at the table in an envelope about ethical leadership. And the rule is that only one person can talk at a time. Yep. And that the person who's going to go next starts with yes and. Um, and the idea is to encourage people to listen really carefully and not necessarily that everything is okay. But the yes either indicates that you are agreeing or the yes most fundamentally indicates that you heard it. Yeah. Because you could very well say yes and I want to push back on that. Yes. You know, yes, yes. and. We're doing yes. it right now, right? Yes, I hear exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So, yes, and. <clears throat> so that's going to be a lunch. I, I'm hoping, I, I hope it's intriguing, especially to the public. I would love to see people from our valley come to that and have that experience. We do it around food. And, As you should. Yes, we should. Yeah. Uh, and um, and we con- the only control is only one person can talk at a time. <sighs> And you need to lean in and listen because there's going to be a lot of tables going yeah. on. And but you know the the, the the processing theme of of the whole forum is to uh, is to get perspective and to listen more than we speak. Yeah. And to get as much diversity of perspective as possible. Because we know that gets us, it's a little philosophical, but we know that that gets us closer to the truth. Yep. Um, so. Yep. No, let's stay philosophical for one second okay. as, as we wrap this up, too. Okay. Because uh, And how long ago did you start uh, Student Shoulder to Shoulder? Yeah, it's got um, an interesting, because I, I, I started it when I was the assistant head at Vail Mountain School. Mm-hmm. So the first time we ever ran programs was in 07, but this was small. This was 17 students. We had a few students from Battle Mountain High School and, um, and from Vail Mountain School. And at that point, it was called Ethically Engaged Youth, yep. um, which was a mouthful. I mean, you know, <laughs> nobody could understand what we were talking about. Um, so we did that for a few years, and then we became our, excuse me, our own 501c3 yeah. in between 2009, 2010. And then, in order to make it flourish, is um, in 2012 I left the school. Yeah. Um, but with the school's blessing um, to uh, you know to grow the program. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it was in 2010 is when we became student shoulder to shoulder. That's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool the things that you've done over the years. But here's the other the other ethical piece that's uh, on top of that, or the other piece mm-hmm. as we look around our world. Yeah. I took a week off uh, just this last week when the kids are away from school, yeah. and then I was hoping when I turned my phone back. On. Maybe the world will have it figured out by the yeah, time I get back. Maybe yeah. these leaders will start to act like adults and yeah, start to have conversations yeah, with yeah, one another. Yeah. I'm not trying to like bring us down, yeah. but the global conversation is still changing and still seeming to swing towards the negative, yeah. especially in this country. Yeah. I, I, I guess I couldn't say globe, shouldn't say globally, yeah. but especially in this country, there yeah. is so much of an absence of ethical leadership. Right, right. When you look at, you know, this is your organization, right. do you look at this as I need to be doing this or is it disheartening to watch what's happening across the it's country a, so, or is it encouraging yeah. like we need this? That's really timely um, yeah. that you said it and I had a st- um, staff meeting this morning and I was telling them that I was watching the news this morning and I kind of surprised myself a little bit. I was by myself and I'm, and I started tearing up. Yeah. You it's know? hard not to. Sometimes. Oh yeah. yeah. And, um, and what I was saying to my staff and they're all nodding their head saying, look, we're doing the right work. 
um, and the problem is we're not we're not a big enough blip yet on the on the on the radar. Yeah. And we need to scale. We need to scale in the in the in our impact, uh, the number of people we're working with, and we need to scale in the kind of work the if you will, the quality of how we're doing it yeah. and so on. So, no, we have so much, you know, I pointed out Karambu, who's one of our NGOs, but at some point I'd love to talk about our graduates yeah. who are doing work, yeah. who are in um, who are in professions that people would think, wow, that's amazing that they're doing that. But what's interesting is when I talk to them, they say, no, the roots of this were planted when I was 16 years old yeah. and I was on a field study. Yeah. You know, so no, I look at it and I, I will tell you, um, I identify with your feelings because there are times where it's so discouraging. Yeah. Um, um, but but we then have from to- your perspective, you get to go back and see your graduates in your heads and you know that they're here doing this, they're here doing this, yeah. they're here planting yeah. these seeds, they're yeah. here planting these seeds. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to fix the whole thing. No, there's hope. And I, I, I always use the term hope in the unseen, Yep. you know, that I think it's out there, but I would be kidding myself. If I think, if I thought that scale didn't count, scale counts. Yeah. And I'm not one of these people, you know, for better or for worse, who thinks that, well, I, you know, this is a, a little story there. Well, I saved one starfish. You oh, know, I know. Right, yeah. You know that story? It made a difference and, to that one. Yeah, I made a difference to that one. And I'm okay with that, yeah. but I'm not satisfied with that. Yep. And I'm looking at the news today. I'm looking at the Mideast. I'm looking at our own, our own country. Yeah. And, um, People can't get along with each other because of issues of gender and race and identity and so on. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, and and I just think, and I, I believe this, that the younger generations coming through, not just high school, but college and beyond, maybe their generation Z, I kind of yeah, I, they're, I mix, the, they're another the generation, yeah. And, um, I think they um, they have a different mindset, yeah. and um, and I think they want to get at this. Yeah. Um, they don't want to live in the world the way it's going. No, and um, so I think you know change has never come easily. Um, significant change. Yeah, um, and, and and I think we can do it. And I think the I, the, the reason why we have an organization I call it, I describe our organization as an organization of partners. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing all the stakeholders to the table. We invite everybody in. It's why we're a nonprofit. We don't want to mess around with what people are thinking about our incentives are and so on. And it's it's expensive. Yep. But you know it's um, it's a it's a pretty darn good ROI. Yeah. Um, if we can pull this oh, off. Oh, it absolutely is. Every single yeah. one of those students that has been interacted, even the ones you don't keep in touch with, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know. They're, yeah. Those seeds that are still planted are still bearing fruit wherever yeah. they may be. You know, that's what we have to believe as nonprofit yeah. leaders and yeah. old youth pastors. And, you yeah, know, that's yeah, what yeah, I believe. The yeah, same yeah. idea, those yeah. lessons you gave back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm, I'm so glad that you said that there's hope because I feel that too. Yeah. And this new generation and our generational studies, you know, that's what you're talking about. What we're finding is that the, they want, they want to get theirs because there's more competition but they unlike previous generations and I don't want to generalize yeah, but I mean even you and I, I you they mean. don't want to get theirs at the expense of anyone yes. else they want to get theirs and raise the, yes. the entire global yes. profile at the same time which yeah. is what we want yeah, yeah. it's yeah. exactly what we want yeah. yeah I'm so appreciative of the work you're doing and I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation to see how we can start <laughs> finding our own synergies well it's mutual buddy yeah. thank you for what you're doing yeah. studentshouldershoulder.com 
dot org. Dot com. No, we're, we, we couldn't get the dot org. It's too expensive. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so there we are as a nonprofit. But it's, it's um, yeah, our shoulder to shoulder dot com. Yep. Just um, type and, that into your search bar. And, and also um, yep. ethical leadership forum. Yep. Dot com. There it is. That's coming up yeah. this year, the 20, or 2023, on October 26th and 27th. Yeah. Public invited on the 27th. Please, yeah. oh, sorry, it's yours. You're, yeah. I'm picking up your sunglasses and putting them on. <laughs> Please, uh, you know, find your way to, uh, to that registration page Great. and be a part of that. Good, I'd good. love to have the community be a part. Bob, thanks for yeah. Your, yeah. your time and what you do. It's just, I want to talk for a couple more hours here. Yeah, yeah. same here, same here. So, thank, no, thanks so much. And um, it's part of what we rely on is um, all kinds of people kind of spreading the word and getting... Like I say, getting people to the table. There it is. We say it takes a village a lot, but boy, your village is global. And that's yeah. so cool that you've been able to share that with so many people in this valley. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And I, I just feel so grateful for everybody I work with. Bob Bandoni is our guest, executive director, students shoulder to shoulder. Thanks, brother. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now. And find more resources at valleypartnership.com.